0: The Fantasy Footballers Podcast, with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright.
1: Ah, welcome in!
2: It's combine time! Hey! Hey! That was combine. That's right! Okay. Get hyped for the
1: combine, baby! Because it's combine time. It's easier to be hyped for combine time than CBA time.
2: That is true. Right?
1: Negotiation time. Doesn't doesn't do it. Doesn't flow off. Legal paperwork time. (laughs) Excited to be with everybody. Welcome back in. The Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Mike Wright, Jason Moore, Andy Holloway. Back with you. It's February 25th. We have been following the CBA. Mm-hmm. I believe we're all pro football. You're pro football. I'm pro football. Mike. I'm pro them playing football. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Brooks, you pro football? Yes. Yeah, I am too. So I didn't even realize we had that so in much common, in common. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. This show's coming out on Tuesday. That's, is that their go-to? In the negotiation strategies. So we'll see what happens. Like, no, the hate players. Oh, we like football. You guys like football. Let's play football. I should Sign this. Thing. Hey, Hey, let's get it done. There's a bit of money involved. Come Mike, on. it's yeah. a profitable venture football. S- this so football thing. So we'll see what happens. Maybe there's some news that has come out between recording this and Tuesday morning. But the last I heard is that there was potential for a vote Tuesday afternoon. We'll see what happens. I could be wrong but i'm optimistic i hope something gets done here soon and we know that we've got another what 10 years for it will of be a labor
0: peace it will be a new 10 year contract but it will take away the current year so it'll add 9 to what is currently happening and no matter what even if it doesn't happen and they Table storm it. out of the room in a very childish manner <laughs> it doesn't matter we're still we still got football next year this is for 2021
1: yeah we're just pl- paying close attention you can follow the show, The Fantasy Footballers, over on Twitter at the Ballers, Instagram.com slash fantasy footballers, YouTube.com slash The Fantasy Footballers. Make sure you subscribe. Click the bell. I can tell you this right now. We're going to have a 2019 highlight video up on the YouTube very, very soon. Oh, really? <laughs> Did you know that, Mike? I heard some whispers yeah. from the bushes.
2: Yeah. But I didn't know it was really happening. Yeah,
1: we had a few highlights last year. One or two. Some low lights. Plenty of those. Some medium lights. Yeah. We also went through all of last year's shows and took out all those low lights. So we... (laughs) Hard edits. Everything that we had. No, we should have a new video up there, so check that out on YouTube. And a reminder, you have until March 1st to get that sweet Ultimate Draft Kit pre-sale bonus time. Uh, The Ultimate Draft Kit, as you know, this is the number one tool for getting primed and ready for your upcoming drafts. If you pre-buy it you get at the earliest price you get some some bonuses and if you do it before march 1st you get a shot at being a member of the 2020 listener league very prestigious
2: yeah like think about it i mean think about how many people have like been in space and then think about how many people have been in the fantasy footballers there
0: have been more people in space than Sir, who
2: have I been a part of our? Listener so.
1: league. Certainly in space, yes. if you had said on the moon, you would have we would have really yeah, I didn't had that. to think about that.
2: That's why I made sure I did not say that.
0: yeah, and uh, you could be like Brooks. We found Brooks through the Listener League. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes, be like Brooks. be like Brooks. <laughs> have you been to space, Brooks? Nope, see not I yet. Know. I don't know what that proves. Let's do some buy sell. Buy or Sell, presented by Pristine Auction. All right, this is a great one. Right now in a dynasty league, are you buying or selling Robbie Anderson? Mm. Free agent-wide receiver. Man of much hype. Years gone by. Robbie Anderson in a dynasty league, though. We've talked at length about landing in a new home as a wide receiver. It's tough. It can be. It's
2: it's tough, but we've also, in recent history, seen players who escape from Adam Gaze and his offensive system all of a sudden start to thrive. Guys that we had kind of written off as, they, they'll be nobodies in the NFL. Move along. And then you're like, oh, no, actually they're... They're just being used improperly.
0: Yeah, and he is a free agent right now. Yeah. The expectation is that he will not be a Jet because he has set his heart on testing free agency. Well, they've already and- replaced him. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing, Mike. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, yeah, we, all, we all were going there. They signed Josh Doxon, so they good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. he is – Robbie Anderson is, you could argue, could be the second biggest name – in free agency at the wide receiver position you've got Amari Cooper who if he leaves Dallas uh, obviously he would be the uh, the gem uh, of the wide receiver pool but outside of that i mean you have you're a. talking J. about Green. Sure, AJ Green older right. missed last year like some people obviously might like that but Robbie Anderson's 26 years old he will be 27 this season AJ Green
1: is by far a bigger catch in free agency than Robbie Anderson My
0: is. point is he's going to get paid Tyrell Williams last year got
1: paid. I mean, that's why he won't be a Jet. I think they'd be happy to have him back. Darnold could use Robbie Anderson and all of his talents. It's just going to be the money problem. I also, do you really think Robbie wants to go back
2: to the Jets, or would he rather go to a new team? I think he, he
1: wants to get paid. Maybe he just wants the money. Yeah,
2: that's look. That's that's also a very fair thing. But he look, he's six three. He has four four speed. If he lands in the right place, then it's. He, he will be very interesting next year again. I know I, we all, and I'll, I'll speak just for myself. I like keep going in on Robbie Anderson, and it, it blows up in my face. But I still think he's an ex- exciting player, still young enough. And uh, if if I have to buy or sell him in Dynasty, I would be buying him. If that's my choices,
1: he's available. I have him. So if you're interested. I will
0: be selling him. Um, I I believe that we have seen uh, enough history of flashes where he will get paid. I would not be selling him right now. Do not sell him until he signs the big contract because he's about to sign a big money contract and that will always, I mean, we just have too much evidence over the years when someone goes somewhere for a new big contract, their value in fantasy leagues gets usually overinflated. And so I am more of a seller Because I don't believe that he changing teams, going to a new system, new quarterback, whatever, will definitely work out. I think there's a chance it just implodes. We've never really seen him put together the entirety of a season that we were thrilled with. He's just had short spurts of promise. And so him changing teams, You know, one of the things you wanted to remember, uh, Mike, this year was that when, when guys change in free agency, it doesn't always work out. Most of the time it doesn't.
1: Well, one of the caveats I at least had when Mike brought that up, though, was that I have less confidence in a player, a good player, going to a new team and somehow leveling up because of all the hype around the transaction and the move. Brandon Cooks to the Patriots, that type of situation. Right. But with Robbie, you're right. I mean, he's going to get paid money. He's going to make more than $10 million a year. Yes. And that's going to be a huge investment for another team. So depending on where he lands, you know the talk of Philadelphia. That seems like one of those places that looks on paper like a great fit. It would it, it would be a big upgrade
2: for Robbie. Anderson. Like Robbie Anderson has not played in the most optimal of situations with
1: quarterbacks. 114 targets, 63 receptions. 94 targets, 50 receptions. Yeah, he's he's a he's a field stretcher. So I, I, his his catch percentage
2: isn't going to be up in the 70%.
1: But part I, of that I was trying to add to your your fuel maybe that's on him, but oh, it's more sure. about the quarterback throwing him the ball there.
2: Now, Brooks, these dynasty trade offers, where did we, where did we get this list of possibilities? I uh, pulled up some uh, rankings for 2020, dynasty okay. rankings, and players that were close to that. All
1: right, so Jason, you are the seller of Robbie Anderson. I think yes. I am too, by the way. Okay. I didn't weigh in officially, but I think I agree with Jason that I would wait for him to sign because there is a little bit of the off-the-field history. So if you combine some hype a bit, with yeah. that risk in dynasty, I think I'd be selling too. Okay, so if I came to you and I said I will give you a 2020 late second
2: round pick, no, but no, give me Robbie,
0: get out. Yeah, the, a late second is you know I feel like I look at that as you've got a solid 30 percent chance of getting a, a player who can make it in the NFL. Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I mean if I needed running back help, I think I would uh, fair trade. Yeah, fair fair trade. Darius Geis. Uh, no, I, I, give me Robbie. I'm I'm so hesitant on guys in general. All right, Kareem Hunt. Well, since we're gonna wait until Robbie Anderson signs someplace to sell, if Kareem Hunt were to be signed someplace that makes him a starter, I would definitely uh, trade him for Kareem Hunt. So what but if he's back
2: with the Browns? No,
0: because he's not, he's not the starter there. Okay. He's he's an okay running back option. He'll be you know a, you could put him in your flex, but he's behind.
1: Chubb. Okay. That was Buy or Sell presented by Pristine Auction. Check them out, pristineauction.com. Use the code BALLERS. BALLERS. Get $10 towards your first sports memorabilia purchase. Let's talk news. News and notes from around the league. Clearly, no bigger news than the news we just couldn't help but drop earlier. Josh mm. Doxson. Yeah. Signed with the Jets. You Always just, a good sign when you're signed before free agency really officially begins because you didn't have a team. Right? That That's a big signing.
2: Look, they wanted Josh Doxson. And they that's got
1: the narrative. Just,
2: <laughs> Josh, please pull a Devontae Parker. <laughs> please. Uh, He's uh, not going to, but
1: uh, uh, I can dream. All right, you you sang it at the beginning. It's combine time. What's going yes. on with the combine? It's combine time. What do you mean what's going Th- on? Oh, with the- I mean, like, the schedule. What do we got going on? So Thursday will be the quarterbacks, wide receivers,
2: and tight ends doing their drills, and Friday will be the running backs. That's kind of the the fun, interesting things where you can go and you can get hyped about how fast people actually are. The the measurements, that's already happening. We're already seeing how big guys actually are. People are already freaking out about the size
1: of Joe Burrow's hands.
2: Oh, my goodness. Don't. I love it. Don't worry about it. No, no, no,
1: Mike, you don't understand. He has nine-inch – Hands, and that's and, really small and that's really small but Patrick Mahomes has 9 and a, a quarter that's totally that's cool that's cool
2: so in people always ask what what are you looking for in the in the combine i mean for when it comes to the 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 metrics and the measurables of of on the field stuff like yeah i want to i want to see saquon barkley's i want to see the dk metcalf's go out there and just blow up the high score and be like holy crap and get really interested in these players and and build the height because it's fun but i like seeing how big guys actually are because that makes a really big difference where the weight yeah the, the height and the weight where a running back you're i'm really interested in running back x they come in they weigh in they're only 200 pounds oh, that's that's a little bit smaller generally speaking that I want my running back to be or if I'm gonna make a high rookie pick investment. Are you in thinking about Ronald
1: Jones right now? Is that what you're thinking about? No, I mean In years past.
2: It, it sure he was a bit smaller, but it, it doesn't it doesn't always come to fruition. Like Devin Singletary was a smaller guy and he also kinda of stunk at the measurables. But Devin Singletary right now looks like he is an excellent dynasty prospect. He looks like he's gonna make it as a running back. So it's make sure you're you're filtering everything through not not rose colored glasses what would the opposite of rose colored glasses be poop colored glasses well don't i don't want you to do that i don't want you just to have fun that's what it would be like, the opposite the... of
1: a rose is poop
0: well yeah i mean you got like the the red the pretty Roses or you got the really brown smell like
1: hoo-hoo,
2: hoo-hoo. <laughs> uh
0: for me i'm you know I, I i say this every year the thing that i enjoy watching the most is the running back Pass catching drills. I want to see how smooth they are at catching because when when they're doing the, the the gauntlet, you can really tell the difference between someone who catches it smooth and stride thoughtless, and those who just have that little hitch, that little giddy up, that like I gotta the pause. concentration
1: hitch. Absolutely, like, I yeah. can do this
0: because outside of I gotta believe outside of things like that, and those unfortunately for a lot of people, those aren't measurable. Right, right. like I can't go and look at they the call it the Jordan
1: Howard hitch, now. <laughs> the mm.
0: the score that someone got on their uh, gauntlet drill, but most measurables are overblown. I mean, you, there's certain thresholds you want to hit just to be a quality NFL player. But you know, you look at Dalvin Cook. How was his combine? It was right. It was horrific. Rough. And you know, I'm I'm also really excited to see Henry Ruggs. I want to see if he can beat the fastest man the alive speed score. Yeah, that's just fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, the NFL is catching up on what we've brought up before. Not us specifically, but we, the community of overemphasizing some of the measurable stuff. Yes, it's great to validate that Saquon is a freak. That kind of stuff is great. But Dalvin Cook's a great example of you have a lot to lose at the combine potentially as a high-tier prospect coming out of college and NFL teams are catching up. Vic Fangio, he's showing up, but he's not keeping he's not sending his scouts along. Sean McVay's doing the same thing. They believe that their time and effort might be better appropriated elsewhere. It's
2: actually like watching the guys play football. Right. I, we've always <laughs> joked
1: about the, the 40. I, I like the 40. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's fun to watch. Give me one with pads on. Yes. With a ball in your hand. And here's why. Now, stay with me. Because I think they play in pads on Sunday.
2: Yeah. Just mm. So that's where
1: they will actually mm. be running.
2: Yeah. Dalvin Cook is fast. Well, look. Th- they're planning for the just the extreme situation Let's say a guy is running. He gets hit so hard, his pads just blown, they blow off his yeah. body. Now you know how fast he is. But then he gets to keep running. Right? After that. Somehow he, he didn't get tackled. Landed just, on his feet. Like did you ever? Did you ever play uh, uh, like ghosts and goblins back oh, on the old? That NES? game was so hard. I mean, you would get hit and your armor would just explode off, and you got way faster. That's, I mean, that's, that was a great <laughs> reference, Mike. Thank you.
1: I don't remember that at all.
2: Oh man. It's too bad.
1: You said NES Classic? It was There was also one on the Super. I oh, think the okay. Super was Ghouls and Goblins. The NFL needs the Combine to still be a big deal for the kind of... It's fun, man.
2: That's that's what I'm trying to say is it's fun, but measure yourself. Don't freak out over what's going to happen because we will do the freaking out for we you. Will I'll be here. Bring in all of the hype. hyped?
1: Yeah. We'll be here to tell you that Metcalf can't run rounds, right? Is that our... Yeah, mm. you, you that's know, the kind of stuff that comes out of the combine measurables. Yeah,
0: it is. It is ironic because, you know, there are certain positions where there are sticky stats that are telling for uh, the success of NFL players. But usually that's like the offensive line, the defensive line for fantasy purposes, all the skilled players. Uh, I think we're better off with uh, tape and production rather than uh, athletic measurables.
1: Yeah, the media hype around the combine just makes the combine more important than it probably is for scouts anymore. But it's still important. It's not right. unimportant. All right. What else is going on? We talked about the CBA vote likely happening. No real big updates there. We'll talk all about it if it goes through. Jarvis Landry expected to be sidelined six to eight months. He had hip surgery. We'll talk about him in just a minute. Yeah. On we're doing some trending or ending right. on the show today. So expected to make a full recovery for the 2020 season. But we'll talk about whether we believe mm-hmm. that means production yeah. is well, coming your way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, the timelines are a little fuzzy. The way math adds up. Yes. 6 to 8 months mixed with when the season would begin. Right. Okay. Danny Amendola coming back, one-year deal with the Detroit Lions. Mm.
2: Health meter it's it over, it fills back up over the offseason. Oh off man, we didn't get the drop. We have a drop for Danny Amendola? We
0: have a mediocre signing of oh, the week. Oh, stop. I, mean, I don't think he deserves that. Oh, absolutely, Danny Amendola deserves that. I, I'm a Danny Amendola. Fan. I think he's good. He's fine. He's you know what I would say. He's mediocre. I try to. I try to give him <laughs> enough time there. They, they, there's no drop, right.
1: or if there is, I missed it. But here's here's the thing with Amendola is I'd rather him be on my team than not at this stage in his career. He's not a headline guy. No, and for goodness sakes, if you tell me to play him in fantasy, you're gonna have a hard time picking up. speaking picking the of weight. pads like they should give that guy like a extra, extra <laughs> he
0: extra should pads. be wearing the 1970s NFL uniform, <laughs> you know, the just the the super big shoulder yes. pads.
1: Are those that's probably still legal, right? Oh, I hope still...
0: so. I if one guy out there was just in these absurd <laughs> pads,
1: that would be so fun. He would be my favorite player. When you have an undersized offensive line, that's the solution. They'll look yeah. a little bit more intimidating. All right, we're going to get into trending or ending. But first, I want to thank Simply Safe for sponsoring today's show. Look, with home security, there are two ways you can go about protecting your home. You got that traditional way you wait for a technician, you sign a long contract, it costs you a small fortune. Boo. Not good, right? Boo. There's another way, and it's Simply Safe. We've been using Simply Safe here at Foot Clan headquarters for quite some time, well before they were a sponsor. It's award winning protection. It's everything you need in a security system. They're the two time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award. We haven't even won that. It's ridiculous. Yet. Yet. it's ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <laughs> and uh, it's easy to install. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes, an hour tops. There are no trade offs for your safety. And uh, that's why The Verge called Simply Safe, Simply Safe, the best home security system. Check it out today at simplysafecom slash footballers. Get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial at simplysafecom slash footballers. S-I-M-P-L-I, safe.com slash footballers.
2: If these trends continue, hey! <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, the, uh, the off season is when the, is when the classics come out. I, th- I think I poo pooed you last week on one you of these. You That was fire.
1: All right. You, de- you definitely did. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I remember. I was there. Trending or ending. Another memory from last week is coming into my head, though, and I don't know. I, I guess I'm gonna bring it up. Please do. How's your hand? Oh, How's your hamstring? Oh,
0: How's your hamstring? Oh man, it is. It is fine now. It wasn't. Uh, last week, I had a unexpected Charlie horse whilst sitting.
1: Uh, <laughs> not your first sitting injury. No, won't not be your second. Not your second sitting it's, injury. It's your third recorded <laughs> sitting
0: right. injury. The third since they you started two- tracking that <laughs> yeah, stat. Right. It was my third seated leg injury <laughs> while being in the room with both Mike and Andy <laughs> in this past year. That's the the qualifiers but and you're recovering? I'm told fully made a full recovery okay. but in the moment and we've got to get this video out there because you won't believe it. You won't you won't, you won't believe it. You'll say I don't believe it. <laughs> That's the- what you're going to say because it's obs it's my reaction.
1: Your it was disturbing to the point where I thought <laughs> genuinely Jason. I thought for sure you're having some sort of heart attack or seizure event.
0: It was a full grand mall. Like,
1: if you listened to me, I was like, I was basically, are you okay? Do we need to, chest compressions? What do we need here? You won't see. For any, a hammy injury. You
0: won't, for a seated hammy injury. You won't see anything funnier this year. Okay, Fookland, when we, when we put the, we put it wherever, oh. YouTube.
1: Yeah, uh, there, there's a gif. I've already made one.
0: It is the most ridiculous thing
1: you'll see. I want to stress that Jason is one hundred percent okay. Because when you see this without context, you will think this man is dying. But we'll get back to uh at the FF Ballers on Twitter. <laughs> Al Borland can figure it out. Trending or ending, you brought up Jarvis Landry's name before. Will Jarvis Landry finish as a top twenty wide receiver again? Hmm.
2: So wide receiver thirteen in two thousand nineteen uh, it, mostly because he, he he emerged as the, the Cleveland Browns' number one wide receiver, tied for the wide receiver seven in fantasy points from weeks nine through 17, despite Odell Beckham Jr. being there, who all, Odell Beckham also, he had his own surgery, right? That is correct. He had a core surgery. Yeah, both guys are... They're upgrading him to the Pentium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very it's, nice thank you a pentium <laughs> reference oh man that core processor so jarvis landry it's it's really hard to bet against jarvis landry I mean, he's just he's been super consistent he's been uh not not so much a stud for fantasy football but he's just been a reliable guy because he's he's reliable in the nfl he's reliable for fantasy football especially in a ppr situation i i Am concerned though about the surgery. Like if 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 he is not ready to play until two weeks before the season starts, that's not going to be surprising.
0: Yeah. So here's I looked into the the injury, the surgery, the recovery timeline, all that. We've heard the six to eight months. the The procedure seems to be relatively simple. Uh, the the timeline is that six to eight month. You know, it's it it takes a while to recover. But that should, or at least could, put him available in training camp. And if you remember, this injury happened last offseason. He missed the offseason program, and he doesn't miss games. He's a tough guy. He left this season saying that he was not going to have the surgery. Had the three weeks after the season, met with the team doctors. They were going to find a a method to just manage the pain. But then he played in the Pro Bowl at three weeks afterwards, and during that time, even though he was just jogging and you know you're not going all out at the pro bowl he was like there was a lot of pain he reevaluated decided to have the surgery but he doesn't he just doesn't Jarvis doesn't miss games that's why you know you look at the last 5 years wide receiver 13 14 7 19 and 13 two different teams a bunch of different quarterbacks so i'm i'm going to i'm going to say that if he is there at training camp i am going to be in on Jarvis Landry continuing the trend i think he's a phenomenal wide receiver in real life. He's been good for fantasy, and that hasn't been on the back of double-digit touchdown seasons that are very volatile. So I'm going to buy it. However, I'm still going to stick with my don't-buy-the-injury dip. So should he be injured too long into training camp and his draft stock drop, I'm I'm going to let and it drop sh- past. Shark Tank? Yeah, but if he's there for training camp, I, I buy that he will continue the trend of being the number one wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns.
1: You're gonna draft that way? No.
0: <laughs> well, I mean I would I would draft that way. Uh, Jason's JD,
2: already said he's probably not drafting Beckham.
0: Yeah, ADP uh would be that way. I'll bet my rankings are that way.
1: You bet your rankings that- They'll be
0: close if not if not that way, but I, I would not buy Odell Beckham at whatever his ADP would be, and I would buy Jarvis Landry at what his ADP would be so long as he's there for training camp, which the timeline does allow.
1: Did we ever go through any of those like end of season water bets, like those year long bets that we would make? Because like I, it was like tempting. the really funny ones that we make right around now. That yeah, the, the one that I was super season? tempted to be yeah. like giving you the OBJ versus Landry thing, but it's not even really fair because of injury. And... Mm. Did we ever go through those, Brooks? No, Did you ever look at them?
0: He's shaking his head. No, I have not.
1: They they exist. I know we made those bets. <laughs> uh, I was this wide receiver thirteen finish. Is that half PPR? Yes. It's kind of shocking to me that you have a season with about 6 games that you're kind of happy to impress with Jarvis Landry and that ends up at wide receiver 13. It was That feels down, like a bit of a down in, an indictment on all receivers. I was going
0: to say it was a down year on the wide receiver position, so it didn't take as much to finish where he did this season.
1: Yeah, I'm right on the edge. I think I'm going to say ending. I think he ends up out, out of the top top 20. All right, let's move on. Ooh. A lot of fantasy football owners want to know, will Super Camario, Alvin Kamara, finish outside the top five running backs again? Or does he jump back up?
0: That, what do you think? That spot is very high. Top five says he's you know got to be one of the absolute best, and you had new players breaking in this year, uh, Derrick Henry and Aaron Jones. You've got, obviously, Christian McCaffrey's there. Zeke, and you know some of the stalwarts. So this is really a question of do you think Alvin Kamara is still one of the elite of the elite or not, because this past season he was not. I mean, you're on a per-game basis, which is I think how you have to look at it since he uh, obviously missed some time with that ankle injury, he was still good. He was the running back 10 on a points-per-game basis, but he was not great. Now, I know my when answer to this. When you go from this,
1: 18 to 6 – touchdowns yeah from year to year that is tough to overcome
0: yeah so I I know my answer on whether I buy into Alvin Kamara being outside of that or whether he's still the elite of the elite so I'd like to hear your guys's arguments
1: I think he finishes outside the top five again and I think I think that has more to do with the emergence and creativity of both Taysom Hill and then what Jared Cook could do in the offense last year both were variables that were not in play with his kind of overabundance of touchdowns in 2018. So do I think Alvin Kamara is a great fantasy running back? Yes. Do I think he finishes outside the top five again? Yes,
2: I do. I'm back. I will be back in on Alvin Kamara as a top top five guy. You talked about Jason's points per game, where he was, and that's with five rushing touchdowns and only one receiving touchdown, which Kamara had five receiving touchdowns, four receiving touchdowns the, the previous two years. I'll be I'll be back in. Like Drew Brees is back. The Saints offense is still going to be very, very prolific. They're gonna be one of the top scorers in the league. I think this was just a a flukish a flukish touchdown year for Alvin Camara on top of the injury problem that he had. So I will be right back in with Camara.
0: Yeah, and and I'm I'm with Mike on this one. I, I do think that Alvin Camara is phenomenal. This team is one of the highest scoring teams in the league. I think touchdowns will swing to an appropriate area that will push him up there. And one of the things we talked about on the things not to forget um, from last episode is the high ankle sprain where it took some time once he was back to to get going. Not only that, you also have the Teddy Bridgewater period of time right. where the team you know didn't score as much, wasn't quite as uh, high flying through that stretch. So I believe coming in next year healthy, he's still – a young guy. He doesn't have a ton of work uh, on the legs, and, and I believe in the offense. So I will be back in on Alvin Kamara next season.
1: You guys are way off. He's going to be RB6. He's going to be RB6. Six, <laughs> six. RB6. Six. All right, I'm really excited to talk about these next two, trending or ending. The first one is, can Brandon Cooks return to being a top 15 fantasy wide receiver? What do we think? Before 2019, he can he had been a top 14 wide receiver the past four seasons. I dug, I dug into his contract situation. Obviously, last year was kind of a lost year for Brandon Cooks. But he ain't going anywhere, guys. I don't see any way, shape, or form that he can. If he was leaving, they would need to cut him before March 20th. After March 20th, his, his hit is astronomical. You cut him right now, his dead cap hits $21 million. Yeah, he, If you cut him after March, March 20th, it's $30 million. So I think Brandon cooks at his age with some time, obviously the concussions are a scary thing, but can he return to being a top 15 fantasy wide receiver? What do we think?
0: I definitely think he will not be a top 15 fantasy wide receiver. If you said top 24, I would him and Haw, and I would probably Mm, say, uh, mm. I'd I'd probably say no. I think that there's a change that has happened to the Rams offense in general. I mean, you you, the game splits between the concussions like his snap percentages before and after are pretty drastic but that also came with a change you know we talk so much about Tyler Higby's involvement and him being a, a, a key piece of this offense I think this offense has adapted and changed I mean when you look at Brandon Cooks I mean he played 14 games he he was out there on the field. It didn't feel like it. You feel like, well, you know, he missed most of the season. He had the concussion problems, finished, you know, as whatever wide receiver, 60-something. But he played the whole year. So I don't see where, I, I don't see where, okay, now coming into next year he's going to be a top flight issue. And that's not to even say the potential injury risk, right? Like, okay, he's got some serious uh, concussion issues, so The the chance of him finishing outside of this due to injury next year is a little higher. So I I am worried on Cooks. I will be down uh, and buying the trend of what has happened this year going forward.
1: Yeah, I agree with some of the things you said with your mouth. Hmm. Hmm. I think top 15 is too ambitious. I think it's fair to make a concession there and say, you know, top 24 that I would buy him top 24 inside that range He's young. He's still talented. I'm not willing to declare a fundamental transition in the Rams offense when you have Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, and Cooper Cup, those type of weapons in the passing game. You've talked a lot about the post high ankle sprain performances of Kamara, Barkley, but Brandon Cooks was dealing with multiple concussions Yes, he formally missed two games. He also informally missed a couple more by snap count. It's going to be something where you have to say, is Brandon Cooks a relevant fantasy football player anymore? Right. And at his age and on that offense, I believe he is. And with his contract. And with his contract. And uh there are rumors of trading him, you know, teams that want to go out and get him. I've heard New England talk about bringing him back because of the opportunity to replicate what he did with them when we didn't think we were that impressed, but he was still a top 15 guy on right. that team with no Julian Edelman helping him out that season. So I just am not willing to throw the talent on Brandon cooks as a player after one down year. Now, do you make anything of the beginning of the year?
2: Cause I'll, I'll make an ex the, the, the exception. Okay. He had the concussion problems at the end of the year, and maybe all of a sudden it changes his play. Now he's hesitant. The team is choosing to use him different. But of those first seven games before the concussion game, four of those he was not even a top 40 wide receiver. He had two solid games where he was wide receiver 14, then 16. An okay game at wide receiver 20, and that was against Tampa Bay. That was just allowing everyone to be
1: uh, an awesome I think a there was fantasy wide receiver. There were some concerns on tape about separation this year that that played into that and so that would be a fair concern. He's going to be what? 27 next year. Yeah. So I guess I'm looking at the four consecutive seasons of 1100 range production and believing that he can get back there. Last year certainly doesn't do anything to encourage you that way, but we saw him do it with the Rams before, and I believe that top 24 is doable.
0: One, okay. w- Yeah, so one of the things with Brandon Cooks is he's such a field stretcher, you know, a down-the-field guy. The offensive line for the Rams sure. being so bad does not a really give good them point. the time to utilize Brandon Cooks, and I think that's why they shifted and said, okay, we're going to need to have more like tight end across the middle play quick,
1: I think you're 100% quick shots right.
0: rather than being able to involve him because – it, yes, it would be great to throw it to the guy deep down the field, but I, we don't have the time to do it. So I, I'm, I don't think they're going to completely rectify their
1: offensive line situation. So, uh. yeah, and I think that's a, a a pretty good picture of what happened to Brandon Cooks, guy that had averaged what 15 plus per reception. Yeah, in he was great the three previous years. It drops to 13.9 last year, mixing concussions, mixing Jared Goff's up and down play, offensive line play. So maybe we transition our thought on their offense if their offensive line looks better on paper heading into the year? Maybe. Yeah, I mean that that would certainly bode better for the down the field guy. Can Mike Gesicki trending or ending that second half pace from 2019? Is that is that a trend? Are we going to begin the Gesicki experience? The Miami Dolphins tied in the uh, talk about
2: a player that got you really really excited after his combine performance where he, he just breaks every measurable possible. He's an absolute athletic freak. He is it, he is a, a tough case but but it was he a prisoner of Adam Gase where the Adam Gase regime drafted him into Miami. They spent a, a very high draft capital. Was he a second-round pick? I'm pulling this off the top of my head, but I know they drafted him very early. It is a second-round pick, Mike. Thank you, Brooks. And, I mean, those those first couple of years, you just, you're like, wow, Mike is sicky. Holy cow, this dude is an absolute massive bust. But then, <laughs> Preston Williams goes down, and from weeks 10 through 17, he's the tight end nine in fantasy points per game. Now, tight end nine is not... That that doesn't really get you hot and bothered, uh, to make it up to the number nine. But it's was this the emergence? Is this of things that things that could come for Mike Gasicki, Because if he gets the opportunity, he should be able to make the most out of it. And you have reports now coming out uh, from ESPN, Cameron Wolf, saying they we expect Mike Gasicki to be used in the slot. Like well, we're going to turn him into a big slot guy, and like. And Changelly is very pass heavy there, right? And that's I mean, you want to talk the big slot? That's how Jordan Reed was dominant. That's how that's when you see Evan Engram getting open. It's because he's the big dude in the slot and he's getting featured. How are you feeling, Jason, about Mike Gesicki's uh, pos- the possibility that he
1: takes that and he turns that into Let, a like call, a season long performance? Let's call trending a top twelve finish.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's in the. I, I think that's a very likely outcome for Mike Gasicki. I remember when we were scouting his college tape, I was very down on Gasicki because of, I thought the way they utilized him, he was coming in so raw Mm -hmm. and he was going to take time to develop into an NFL tight end because the way his college program used him was not in any way, shape or form how NFL tight ends are, are utilized. Well, the opportunity came, you brought up Preston Williams and so there's a big question of like, well, was he just... You know, was he just in the right time? Right. You know, the splits with and without he was the person. replacement player. There was
1: right. also some Rosen time in there.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, averaged six fantasy points a game. Uh, you know, when Preston Williams was out there, eleven and a half. When uh, Preston Williams was gone, but the Dolphins don't have a ton of options or great weapons. So the way that I view this is, they now see that they have a special player. They are going to get him involved. Because it's a really easy path for him. Who's he really got to beat? A Preston Williams coming back off of a bad you know, right. knee injury? However, it's the Miami Dolphins. The upside is not going to be there. He's not going to be able to take the Mark Andrews leap because you know Mark Andrews, we saw some of the, the – he reminds me so much of Mark Andrews. Really good, telling, sticky stats at the end of the year. They say this guy could be a legit fantasy option. The big difference is we could see the Ravens taking that step forward as an offense with Lamar Jackson. I don't know that the Dolphins are taking some massive step forward in offense next year with either Fitzpatrick or a rookie. So I think a low-end tight end one is what Gasicki is right now.
2: And you'll have the Fitzpatrick dilemma all year long. Ryan Fitzpatrick, we love him on this show. We love him because he creates – fantasy players. He turned Devontae Parker from a four-year bust into a breakout, one of the best fantasy players of of last year. He can do that with with Mike Gasicki, but Miami's going to draft a rookie, and at what point do they pull the plug on Ryan Fitzpatrick? And now your your outlooks of Gasicki being that low-end, tight end one, it, it takes a really big shot at the probability.
0: I'm going to say they pull the plug on uh, – the week that he throws four interceptions, so <laughs> oh, that Fitzpatrick, so
1: three. It, who knows? Week, who knows? I do agree that there's just not a lot of, there's not going to be an, a lot of competition for Gasicki for targets, even though we're here. We're now for free agency. The Dolphins are a team that's going. You know, they have a a, a sickening amount of draft picks. A gut sickening. A gut sickening amount, and those are players that are going to have to come to fruition, mature, develop. I don't think they're going to spend a ton in free agency on this kind of transitional year where there will be a quarterback transition taking place most likely. So, ultimately, the opportunity, the window for Gesicki right now with Chan Gailey with this news, with what we saw last year, I'll, I'll go ahead and agree on the, the trending assessment. You guys want to do a little mailbag before we shut this thing down? Let's do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mailbag. Mailbag. All right. If you have a question, you can send us, well, send it to us. Send it to us right now. 302 464 TFFB. If you send it to us right now, it won't be on this show. Well, whose right now are you talking about, Mike? Because my right now is different than their right now. And you, I'm talking about their right now. Your right now. If you send your right now to our right now, it will not be on oh, this I'm gonna show. I'm going to say
0: either right now. Either right now won't get on this episode whether when it's Andy's right now, now or there right now it's just it's impossible but we but we're going to do e- more shows right next
1: episode you'll definitely be on totally <laughs> 302464tffb <laughs> thefantasyfootballers.com click the submit a question button make sure you don't click submit a question now say so mm. do submit a question later that's a different button yes facebook question from paul maris james What's Damian Williams trade value in a dynasty? Oof. I feel like this question is is like a bad echo. Like I hear this question yes. on schedule once every 3 days. Because I, nobody And we also heard it last offseason. <laughs> that's right. That, that's <laughs> that's a good point.
2: That's why you're, you're you're feeling deja vu. Is is exactly what you're feeling because we we've talked about it a little bit. Damian Williams Could enter next year as the starting running back for Kansas City, and as you saw in the playoff run, when he's healthy and that offense is going, Damian Williams is is an absolute fantasy stud when he's starting for Kansas City. Let me ask you, but he might be replaced in the draft. Let me ask you an interesting
1: question. All right, twenty twenty late round second. Yeah, or sorry, twenty twenty late second round pick. Uh, For second, Damian second Williams,
0: second round rookie pick. Um, I think I would take that. Now I know I'm the anti Damian Williams. Uh, I would take be- that. believer here, but you would the, take the pick. I would. The reality is, I think the Kansas City Chiefs draft a good running back in this year's draft. They went out and tried to. They tried to get someone great. They went out and got Lashawn McCoy, and Beth, they tried to get some depth. Sure, I think they hoped that they would. Get shady reunited with Andy Reid, and that they could have something special. They saw quickly, like, ah, he's lost. Right, he's not the guy. But the point is, he's gone. Like, shady's not the guy. They know that now. There's no other backups there. I think even if they loved, even if they love Damian Williams, they have to go out and get some other competent, good running backs. And you usually do that through the draft. If they do and find a really good running back, I think it's danger
2: to Damian Williams yes it is very dangerous I will remind us and and everyone listening you can't just automatically say well look at Kareem Hunt because if you remember the actual timeline when when they took Kareem Hunt in the third round they didn't want to play him that quick Spencer Ware was still the starting running back yeah that was just good timing Spencer Ware went down to a season-long injury and then Kareem Hunt was was awesome and, and took the job so let's say they they take a player in the third round and you could get a Great running back in the third round this year. A third rounder alone does not scare me tremendously for Damien. So if a top two pick, though, first or second rounder? Would oh, that... that'd
1: scare the heck out of me. Okay, Yeah, that guy's getting in there. Okay. Uh, but the reason I say it doesn't scare me tremendously is just like what you're saying. It's Andy Reid didn't show that kind of gusto with a Darwin Thompson this year. Right. And it, I think the reason this question is so difficult is or asked so often is because the consequences are great. They're, yes, they're not small. Like if Damian is the guy, oh my gosh, it feel like last offseason. <laughs> if Damian's the guy, there's nobody arguing that it's valuable to right. be the guy on the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. If you want to trade him, you go to whoever won the championship
2: or whoever lost in the championship game. Say hey, you, know, I'll, I'll trade you Damian Williams and try and get. Find your Chiefs fan. Try and get their late first round pick or something. Find your Chiefs fan. I think yeah, that would G- work it too.
1: Nobody wants to celebrate their Super Bowl quite like trading for some of their own players. Mike, would you take a late second round pick for Damien? I, I, once again, it's the context of my team. If I'm rebuilding, then yeah, I would. Darius Geis or Damien in a dynasty? Damien. Geis. I think I'm leaning Geis.
2: <laughs> you guys are crazy.
0: I, and it, Don't. I think, uh, look, he's proven it. If Damian Williams has the role, he's going to be very good. There's for a fantasy. chance
1: both those players have zero relevant fantasy games the rest of their career, s- starting now. Yes, that, that's that's the kind of trade I like to be a part of. <laughs> that's not an outlandish <laughs> statement. No, playoff seedings question from Chris in a place in Maryland, <laughs> I Jamesville. You got James. Oh, i right.
0: Jamesville.
1: How do you guys feel about the top seeds? <laughs> this this is not a real place. Choosing their fantasy opponents in the first round. I love it. I do too. I think it's
0: good because you want to know what it avoids? It avoids that They're last. not
1: choosing it. <laughs> no, but
0: you know the last week when you're looking at your playoff matchups and you're thinking, man, I actually like my matchup better if I lose this week. You know, we've all been there before when you're heading you like into your, the playoffs. You like
2: your seeding,
0: you're I, saying? I, yeah, like you 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 take a look at the seating and you go, oh man, I I think if I lose this week, I would rather play Josh than Brooks or whatever. And, and so this takes that out. You know, the higher seeds, they choose their opponent. I think that's kind of fun and cool. I definitely don't think leagues need to change over to it immediately, but I'm just saying I don't have a problem with it.
1: Yeah, I think that's my answer, too. I don't have a problem with it if your league wants to do it. Non-traditional. Interesting. Mike, do we have any word on whether I-Jamsville is... Apparently, it's real.
0: Oh, man. The music there's got to be so hot.
2: You might say it's jamming. Jamming. It's like, oh, a here.
1: <laughs> is there a you-Jamsville? Like, I-Jamsville, you-Jamsville? They're that's, actually rivals. Uh, they They're right next
0: to each other. very heated against one another.
1: Okay. This is good to know. All all really good information. I'll skip this one that says, how would you rate Darius Geis's dynasty value unless you guys want to add to the previous discussion?
2: Uh,
0: slightly above apparently,
2: Damian Apparently
1: Williams. it's better than Damian Williams' value, I which feel is, like which is ridiculous. Equal. I feel like if Mike doesn't have a good thing to say about Darius Geis right there, that says something. Exactly. Because Mike would be finding a way, because not only do... I think we all have genuine compassion over his injury situation. Yes. But, like, Mike has I, he's been Geis' guy for a while. I was Stallone at the beginning of Cliffhanger,
2: and the lady that he's trying to hold on to, that was me holding on to Darius Geis' oh, dynasty no. value. Oh, no. And then the, the clip breaks. That doesn't end and well. And the glove slips off, and he tumbles down into a cavern of death. Oh, <laughs> man. I would have
1: figuratively. I,
2: I want him to be good. <laughs> I would have preferred an Ace Ventura 2 reference there,
0: Mike, but I will accept the cliffhanger. Reference.
1: <laughs> Willing to accept it. All right. Let's go ahead and look at one more here. <laughs> Facebook question from Sarge D best trade shenanigans in order to get your trade approved. Well, 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 you asked this question approved by like the league or approved yeah. by the
2: trade partner.
1: Oh, Interesting. Because I, would, I like, thought you meant the league, and I was going to just transition that into, like, please don't allow vetoes in your league speech. Yes. Oh, yeah, we can go there. We should do both,
0: because I think, Mike, that you're right in what the question is, wanting to get it accepted, I think, by the other person. But in general, remove your trade deadline, your, your whole timer, the 24-hour uh, period where you've all got to vote on whether a trade should go through just – if you're in a league with good people let trades be instant. trades are instant and then if there's a real problem you can undo one but a real problem means known provable collusion not lopsided right uh now on
1: to the actual question which is how do you trick someone into accepting (laughs) your bad trade is that the actual question if
2: we're implying we're using shenanigans
0: uh, look i know andy's Andy's uh, had done this forever, and he's worked, This is a shenanigan that's always worked. He just keeps throwing in more. He just keeps throwing in more garbage well, because eventually, <laughs> when it's like when it, eventually when it's like, well, I'm getting 16 <laughs> players and 22 he, picks. He does. He grabs he just, the
2: garbage can.
0: It out comes like a used tissue, an apple core. And you want to know what they say? They say, "No, I'm not taking your garbage can." He goes, "Okay." And then he goes, he leaves the neighborhood. He comes back with the garbage truck. <laughs> he backs that thing up to the house. He dumps it in your lawn. It says, say no to this. And they're like, well, that's a lot.
2: What if
1: I I'm include to, a bag of dog poop? I am willing to overwhelm. <laughs> yes. The key to any good trade with discussion. Stench. With stench. With stench of st- stinky garbage. Some is stench, but I will say this. I've been burned before. And sometimes it's not with stench. Sometimes it's, I'm willing to pay more. Because that transaction means more to me than it does to right. you, to get that one player to lose these other assets to open up a f- uh, a pickup spot for the waiver wire. I will say this though, the best shenanigan to getting a trade approved is to get that person dialoging about the offer that you sent. It sounds stupid, but if you get somebody to give you a rational reason, it's this is the this is tomfoolery at its best force a rational reason why they're saying no to your initial offer and then overcome it mm. with the next offer with the garbage cuz sometimes that's the redundant that's the kind of like uh, situation you need where get them to tell you why they're saying no so that you can either break them logically when they say no to overcoming it or they say yes yeah the most important
0: part of negotiation is keeping communication alive right. so it, it really is all about the dialogue sending them chocolates mm. that could work sending them photos Ooh. of the players that yes they I, would receive. I prefer to send shirtless
2: photos
1: oh, i do if, send yeah. some highlight videos of the players i'm offering them i've done that before just for fun Whoops!
2: how did this get here
1: wow look at these moves <laughs> Let's get that dialogue going get it going can't Are,
2: believe I'm going to trade this guy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing.
1: He, oh, that's my favorite line. <laughs> if I'm trading a guy that I want the other person to know is amazing. <laughs> I always go with this one. Here's one for you. He's not a really good roster fit for my team. Oh, he's, yeah. he's nice. the best player in the NFL. But just the way that I'm looking to balance over here, he would fit so good on your Dude, that's team. That's code for I'm going to cut this player and in two days no, if no one no. trades for them. And here's, no. here's what you do. You always
0: build up the guys that you are giving. Never, ever tear down the guys that you're trying to trade for. That right. one, the owner see through. They're like, what? Yeah. Well, well, then why would you trade for this guy? Don't an... be like, well, his knee injury might not
1: come back. That's dumb. Yeah, if I'm trying to trade Mike Damian Williams, Right, I would go with a line like this. I'd say, "Look, Mike, look, I I know the potential that Damian Williams has to kind of be a top five guy the rest of the way here, but I my team right now, I'm trying to get a win real quick. I don't have time to wait for that. You seem like your roster could handle that kind of upside. Perfect. Here's Darius Geist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> cha Ching. Fair trade. Perfect trade. All right, that does it for today's episode of the show. Again, check out UltimateDraftKit.com. Get that pre-order bundle. That special deal before March 1st. couple days left. And we'll be back here on Thursday with a new CBA, right? Hopefully.
2: Right? See you next time. Goodbye.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow
1: us on Twitter at the FFBallers. And a reminder, Foot Clan Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7, and you can set the system up yourself. Check it out today at simplisafe.com slash footballers. Get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial at simplysafe.com slash footballers.